transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. Yeah. That's gonna turn it. That's that's gonna turn into a saying. I can already see it. <laughs> Let's get our shut off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. dude, you know it. Uh, if you hear the lovely slurps and laughter uh, of these two fucking goons, then you know it's a Whack Arnold's Brothers episode. Yes, my, sir. My dude, we are at forty-four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy man it's crazy it keeps rolling the whack arnold's brothers train keeps rolling recently on one of our instagram posts uh somebody dylan standerford he was like he made a comment on it he was just like the whack arnold's brothers is a name i haven't heard in a long time <laughs> isn't he like a bodybuilder now or something Dude, yeah like no joke like he i think so last time I talked, I got to reach out to him again because I would really love to have him on the pod. But um, he does like powerlifting or something like that, where it's like, like I talked to him last, like last year sometime, and he was working on creeping his way up to like, I don't know, something like six hundred pounds. And he's last time I saw one of his videos, dude, like I saw that dude fucking deadlift like something like five hundred and ninety pounds. I was like, what the Jesus. fuck, dude? Yeah, that dude's getting fucking. Jacked. That's just crazy because he was just like a skinny, tall, just like I was, you know, back in the day. So that's crazy. He's just like, I yeah, like, that's crazy, huh? Yeah, he just I you know it's something that like I think he just like he got into it and the next thing you know he's just like it's a it's a it's an interesting focus i've never ex- experienced uh that kind of i don't know uh it's interesting yeah, yeah. competition or life uh, so anyway yeah, shout outs to him because he him and a lot of other fucking people do remember the uh the whack arnold's when they would uh you know kind of sneak in their whack attacks and <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> so you know <laughs> It's always kind of fun to have a shout out. Um, but this week for episode 44, we set aside a lovely, lovely movie. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. It's a, real quick before we jump in, dude. I, so I started this new position and uh, I, have a, I have my own office. So what? that's crazy. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, huge congrats, man. You're like that's that's now, oh, dude. I've I've never experienced having an office. That, that what do you do with that space? You know? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna. That's what I'm, I was. That's why I brought that up because I'm sitting here looking around. I'm like, you know, I'm probably gonna bring in, you know, a Lego or two or a Gundam or like nice, nice. poster or a toy. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna? You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm not just gonna have some boring fucking office. No, man. I mean, I think it's a ref- like you can make it a reflection of like your personality a little bit, and it can be that alone can be like a welcoming thing for people to walk into rather than you know exactly. Like, yeah. So that that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Once you start assembling it, you have to you have to share some like photos or something because like, totally. Yeah, you have so many random like you know like like 
models and and you know like you're saying like lego like lego star wars stuff and, and like other things and it's just like yeah dude like i oh, think of those as like cool nerdy decorations in a way <laughs> totally hell yeah are you do you think you're gonna uh, slap a chud poster on the wall <laughs> I don't I don't know why that was so fucking funny but <laughs> I mean if I could find one why not why not <laughs> <laughs> would you slap a chud I mean, this movie is kind of like, I mean, it's a, it's a kind of iconic cult movie in a lot of ways. I feel like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not, it's, it brings us together with, uh, it brings together a couple of actors that we'll later on see really reach their pinnacle in a uh, home alone. If you yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, yeah. John Hurd is in this movie. He's very young in this role. Uh, I also remember, like, I also remember him from being like the douche, one of the douche characters in Big. Oh, yeah, man. it's like, it's ironic that he's him and Daniel Stern are in this movie. And you know, before you brought that up, I was gonna say the same thing that you know, uh, Daniel Stern, you know, is well known for all the slapstick uh, hijinks in uh, Home Alone, but he was giving, he, you know, he. he in this movie, because this is obviously way before that happened, so it's like you get to see him actually have a more serious role, but he's actually a pretty good actor. Yeah, he, uh, like it, it's a, it, I think he got typecast after that, after Home Alone. Like, he got, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. And like, I think he, uh, particularly, I mean, not to wax on Daniel Stern too much, but I think with, with him, it, like, it even took like a physical toll on him to a degree because people kept wanting to do like you know like you were saying like home alone-esque comedic like slapstick you know f fucking yeah. comedy yeah and yeah so i mean it, in this it's kind of like it's kind of funny because he's like i don't know you follow him so much but you're also like i don't know he's just a, he's kind of a random character involved yeah. in the cast you know what i mean uh True. But I will say, he gets dirtier and dirtier as this movie progresses. That's one of the. <laughs> it's one of the things I noticed. Like, I don't think this dude has been taking a shower. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, like this this movie it. It's it it is something else. Like it has earned its cult place. Like I like I was kind of saying earlier, and uh, you know like. I feel like it, 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 I don't know, like the way it's edited at times is super strange. We'll, we'll get into it as it goes, yeah. but you know, it's really cool where it, like it does open up with this really cool shot of just like that dark road and then that lady just like by herself, you know, kind of walking down it. And it's kind of like this open, like opening eerie sort of shot. Yeah. She's walking her dog at night. You know what I mean? There's no one, no one else seems to be outside. She's walking down a back road. And, you know, it starts taking a kind of the camera lens starts panning down to like, a, you know, the sewer. Uh, and at first, you know, you don't know. Maybe it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of the turtles are going to pop up. 
<laughs> right. But wow. that takes a that takes a hard turn though, right? Because like, it's like the first victim of the movie right there, like before they even like oh like title credit. She yeah. lady gets like like the fucking top of the you know the sewer pops open and it's like the head this like crazy hand comes down and just drags her away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all all it leaves behind is her is a one of her uh, shoes. Well, it's not a shoe. It's like a heel. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's a. It, and then yeah. like, then it cuts to like the next day with that like that great shot of the um, the fucking street sweeper or whatever just cleaning up like on that yeah. road. <laughs> it's like I wonder, I mean, you know, yeah. I've never been into it because this is I think this is uh, I've never it's taken place like cause they mentioned Manhattan a couple of times like it's taken place around there you know I've never been in a big city where there's been street sweepers out cleaning like that all, like just on a regular basis you know what I mean. Yeah, it, uh, like, I, I feel like, uh, it's, like, super rare. I, I, I'm with you. Like, I don't think I've ever lived in a place where it's, like, the city owned multiple street sweepers and they're going. Right. And so, but, you know, hell, this is, uh, this is New York. Anything can happen. It's the city, the yeah. city of possibility. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so basically, like we mentioned, um, Street sweeper is really not that in, in, in important, but you know, just there's just this shot. It, sh it also shows like uh, a couple different um, people of the homeless community. Um, and then we get introduced to John Hurd's character, uh, George Cooper. We see that he's up in his apartment um, taking pictures of some of the people that are milling about the street. He gets a phone call from someone that he doesn't answer, and the person that leaves the voicemail message uh, mentions something about a, a deadline that he needs these pictures by because they're doing a story. And this is the guy. This is the guy saying this. this is, these aren't my words, but subterranean bones. So, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, you know, hey man, I'm not. I don't know if I've ever met somebody who's like subterranean, but like there are people that like there's people that live under like the Las Vegas Strip and shit like that. Yeah, so, you, you yeah. know, like this is a real thing. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, you're right. Like it's real. John Hurd's like rocking like a like gnarly cut off Like he has like his sleeves cut off on his sweatshirt. He's showing off the guns, you know. It's 80s for sure. Yeah, <laughs> early 80s, like in a nutshell, or in a time like a capsule for sure. Like. Oh, yeah. I believe guys used to wear shirts like that. Like, sometimes their belly would be showing. Like, it was just weird. Yeah, dude. Those, like, that, I don't know. What a fucking bizarre style. Like, the crop crop tops on dudes or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I was just saying, I, it's on my Instagram. It says, I like extra large t shirts. <laughs> uh, so, shout yeah. outs there. How I've never, I've never, I've never been a, a, a medium guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> medium <laughs> um so yeah this place that like uh like you were saying like he was taking some photos and stuff and so you you immediately get the vibe like this dude's obviously like an active photographer uh he is like staying in this is this i this is what i couldn't figure out earlier in the movie was this like a, a house that was that they like was one of their parents or, or is owned by their parents or something like that. Anyway, they well, they're living in like an apartment complex of some sort. Oh, they're they just talking about moving. They make mention later about yeah, 
Yeah, they, 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 it looks like they just maybe moved into this uh, apartment complex because we also get introduced to uh, his wife, Lauren, but mm -hmm. she makes mention about how um, she needs to get something from the basement or how her, or her uh, I forget if it's like her jewelry or whatever, whatever the case may be, but there's still stuff down in the basement. So it seems like they just moved into this apartment, which isn't necessarily important, but. No, yeah, it just, it's just like this, because like this opening scene, you know, he's just like milling about putting stuff away and whatnot. And so, yeah, you, you do get that vibe. But she does, she does, she goes down to the basement. Uh, you know, he George gets another, George ends up talking to this gentleman named Derek on the phone. Who, he's not a character in the movie, aside from some phone calls. But he's, he speaks on the phone with Derek about, you know, they need to finish up this uh, newspaper story and, Lauren goes down to the basement, grabs whatever jewelry she needs for like a perfume ad they're about to go shoot. And she hears this scratching like on a, uh, what looks like a, a grate that would possibly lead underground. And she hears some scratching on it. Yeah, they do like, and this is something that happens all throughout the movie. They do a really fun job of like, you know, using noises or like just visual shots to like really give you this kind of like eerie, like, Hmm, what's going on? Hmm. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, like, you, it's, it, I don't know, it's just like, it, how do I say it? Like, the, the, like, the, the vibes you get are, from this movie are kind of fun, but they're just like, they're immediately like, I don't know, like, all the visuals and stuff are just like so ridiculous that they just make it funny. Um, but including, oh, really? Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say like this like next quick like jump scare type of scene that we have where it's like the lady that Lauren meets in the hallway. Oh like she's like the supposed she's like the landlady probably. Yeah, the and then there's just like this quick jump scene where she sees like you know some like stuff in the box, but she gets like spooked because like it all pops up and everything. It's yeah, I it's I don't know. It's it and then you see little, it yeah. looks like they're possibly was like blood around this entrance that's going downstairs so you don't it doesn't really explain but yeah no but it's another like yeah like does this look like it's going underground or downstairs or something totally, you know? totally. um but then you real kinda... quick oh, real sorry. quick I, I forgot to mention this when we started uh this episode but um uh there are chud fans out there because um in uh jordan peele's us there's this real quick shot where it's like an in inside shot of like a hat wherever the, the the family is staying and if if you notice on the scene that it like scans past movies on a shelf and chud is one of the vhs tapes that oh are shit that's fucking cool <laughs> hella shout out dude that, that's validity right there uh, but yeah, so now we, the next character we get introduced is uh, we get introduced to Captain Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. He's uh, down at the police station. He's he like briefly gives a homicide case to a cop. He then calls the uh, police chief, uh, Chief O'Brien, and he, he just it's kind of vague, you know, because we obviously learn everything later, but. He makes mention about not being able to keep a lid on something anymore, but it's, but it's, but O'Brien denies him. It's like a real quick little phone call. Yeah, and again, it just like it gives you this setup of like, what the hell is going on in this in this world already? You know, 
like right. keep it on what like what are we talking about it's really just a good introduction to the like like his character where it's like he's involved to an extent in some things going on you know but really he's just he's just a fucking detective he's a captain he's just trying to do his job it seems like you know bosh yeah. but then uh but then we uh he goes to interrogate um as they refer to her once again their words not mine a bag lady which is uh you know obviously uh, a derogatory yeah. term for a homeless woman but uh they go to interrogate this bad this uh homeless woman who apparently tried to take a policeman's gun um so yeah which is the no go yeah, you probably shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah. yeah that seems like a risky move but that's that's the point right and she clearly wanted to take that risk one of the yeah. cops in this scene is another recognizable face i can't yeah. what's I his name do you know i don't know his name but uh, what I recognize him from is uh, I used to be a really big fan of the show King of Queens, and he uh, plays um, Doug's like boss at uh, at IPS, the um, delivery. Oh, like, I was like a delivery driver. He's this, he's like his boss. Um, okay, he's hilarious in that role. But I don't know that I don't know the characters. I don't know the actor's name, unfortunately. But he is recognizable. Uh, yeah. He just kind of always like a sort of snarky little character in the in the piece but um yeah from you know like this quick interrogation scene and stuff like that you jump to uh the the model or the the you know, photo shoot that they were talking about earlier in the movie yeah. with john hurd's character kind of like a throwaway scene essentially yeah this one was sort of i don't know unnecessary like but it, it you know because he just basically the whole scene is just him throwing a tantrum <laughs> yeah like he like basically like yeah ridiculing the perfume company and yeah it yeah. was it, you're right that's what it was but i mean it's not like how is it it's i feel like this scene was written with that like specific like message in mind you know where it's like this is all bullshit like you well know. yeah because there is some social commentary in the in the movie uh, the only the only like important part about this scene is that he eventually goes over to the phone and like uh checks his voicemails and there's one from the uh, homeless lady that we mentioned tried to steal a uh gun from a cop yeah, she's the one phone call that she makes from the station. Yeah, what kind of follow up with on a little later? Because first, we we see Bosch. Uh, he gets a missing persons report, and it's filed by someone named AJ Shepard. Uh, and that's not. And then we get introduced to this character. So now we're at a soup kitchen, which uh, I'm going to explain. If no one knows, if any of our listeners uh, have never heard the term soup kitchen or don't know what a soup kitchen is a soup kitchen is essentially a place that provides meals uh, and sometimes other resources for members of the homeless community uh, we okay. get introduced to, to daniel stern's character uh aj shepherd uh referred to by some of the members of the homeless community as the reverend because he's the one that runs the soup kitchen feeds all these people and kind of takes care of them it's we're led to believe you know what i mean yeah yeah, he, I mean, he, and his, he seems like 
legit like just a good dude like he's just trying to do some good work for some people you know um he's trying to connect with some people he is like again this is daniel stern's character uh he's got he's just got this wild look about him we'll say he does though and and he doesn't like you know he seems familiar with bosch to an extent yeah and uh you know it is interesting it seems like they have some kind of history that's never explained yeah exactly like I, I just imagine that, you know, he's probably filed missing, maybe a missing persons report before for somebody or whatever, you know, so they might be familiar, but uh, he just really gives Bosch like a fucking what for, dude. He's always like, every time he interacts with law, like a law enforcement, he's always like, why aren't you doing something about this? <laughs> or, right. <you> know? <laughs> yeah. We, we actually learn quite a bit here. Uh, we learn that, um, that you know he talks about all these missing people that there's about 10 to 12 uh missing people that all are undergrounders that um are people that live like uh obviously underground and we we see there's like multiple entrance and exit points to the underground but basically there's 10 to 12 people that are missing from the that live underground that he hasn't seen in about two weeks now uh, which we is get a lot of people yeah he mentions that he also mentions that one of them is whose name is val is the only one that's been showing up oh yeah val's got val's got some <laughs> he's yeah, got a, val he's got a wild look in his eye <laughs> he's got some mental uh health uh problems let's put it that way for sure well and you know he immediately like when Bosch approaches him, it's just immediately like, um, not like, what does he call? He calls them like tune. He says like, oh, it was like he calls him Gog and like Mangog or something like that. Like something weird, yeah. Like referring to the, these creatures that are on that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, he's like you know he like you said he kind of refers to these creatures and Bosch is trying to figure it out. You know like. Are you just talking about like pe people you know? Like what what the hell are we talking about here? And again, you can't really get you know because because he has some perhaps some mental uh, issues going on. He is he's kind of like you know he's just he's just trying he's just not making too much sense. And oh. it ends with like the whole interaction kind of like escalates with him like uh, he pulls out a fucking like knife or something like that, right? Like yeah, he pulls yeah. out a knife and like slams it on the table and he has this weird like moment where it's like he starts like. I don't know. It goes from shaking to almost like convulsing, you know. Yeah. But. And then, yeah, exactly. He pulls the knife out, and uh, um, AJ kind of alludes to the fact that uh, all these undergrounders are now looking for a weapon. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, and then, uh, Bosch kind of just like real quick, just like runs out of there. He mentions something to AJ about having to check in, and just runs out of the uh, leaves the, the soup kitchen. Yeah, and that takes him, uh, takes us back to the police station, mm -hmm. where yeah. they're, I believe they're checking out the lady that they were interrogating earlier, who tried to grab yeah. the gun. Yeah, George came to bail her out. Mm. Yeah, George, and he has sleeves on in this scene, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he puts his <laughs> sleeves on to go to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
<laughs> I've always liked that idea. Like, hmm, I better put some <laughs> sleeves on here. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So yeah, so he goes down to the station and he you know, he bails her out and uh then you kind of, you know, you, you're you sort of follow him for a second, you know. She I <laughs> she calls like the like some cops like pigs on the way out and tells them to suck a dick and it was super funny. Oh yeah, that's right. She's like, pigs suck a dick. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was just like Really random. Moment, many moments of, of just small fun. Anyway, so they get a they get like a police tail on them or something. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Like which is so suspicious. Like th Yeah. This lady didn't really do much. Like this dude bailed her out. Like, why do you guys fucking tail on them? Like, yeah. But it also like Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of random because you're you're kind of like, I wonder why they would have someone tail them like is there something we don't know you know what i mean it is it, it is interesting but uh the tail doesn't really last very long because he follows them you know through the street they make their way uh like into the subway station um and they start making their way underground and the the officer that was tailing them kind of gets to that section where they were going to head underground and like takes a whiff of the air and basically he's like you know makes a a note like talks to himself about how he's going to explain to his commanding officer that he lost the trail because he doesn't want to uh, go underground. Which I, yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah, he's just like, nah, this is where the line is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and you know, you do again. You're you you keep following um, the other two characters as they as they kind of keep meandering through the underground. Yeah. And so you're starting to like explore, you know, that side of this whole movie where you do spend a considerable amount of time in some tunnels or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is Chud. Yeah, they just, they, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, they go through like a, a series of paths and they, they, they end up in like a bigger section where it looks like there's quite a few people that are potentially, uh, living in this area you know a couple of them run off when they see george's person they don't recognize but it looks just a bunch of random shit lying around and sheets and it looks like a bunch of people are living here yeah. uh but they you know whether while they're while they're walking we learn that uh uh the reason that she tried to steal the gun is because she wanted to give it to, to a, someone named victor and he asks him why victor would need the gun and all, all she really says is he doesn't need um, she also saves George from being uh, uh, potentially smashed in the head with a giant wrench by a man named Hugo. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo and his wrench, man. He's yeah. dirty as hell looking. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yes, sir. He is. Um, <laughs> just the Hugo and the fucking wrench. Uh, anyway, so you eventually get to Victor, right? Like, that he meets Victor and you sort of see the circumstance like uh you know like victor's like he's, he calls whatever like, he's talking about like these ugly fuckers and you know it's hard to make sense of like if he's just like you know again if some if he was attacked and so by somebody or that's what he's talking about but then you know they show you this like wound he, this, that he has and it's just that ain't no fucking human wound <laughs> like, oh, it looks like something took a 
gigantic bite out of his leg with the gnarly fucking massive wound that's on his leg. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking intense. Um, and so you know, like that that like is exactly you know you kind of get this and there's like I don't blame them for wanting to fucking arm up, man. Oh shit! Like if people are getting attacked like that down there, like I don't know. I mean, it's one thing to like. Anyway, it's not like he, it, it, we don't know what's attacking him yet. But uh, anyway, so from there you go you go back to like a scene with uh, I believe AJ and Bosch. Correct. Um, and eight, and he's he's explaining to them, or you know, like they're trying to pick, you know, continue to piece together some of these things, and they yeah, even he, mention, you know, maybe we talk to the photographer or whatever. So yeah, because because Bosch is uh, talking to AJ about the pictures from the article that was uh, published and he wants AJ to identify uh, some of them. And we, it's kind of a long scene because AJ explains, you know, that he's nervous and wants to know what Bosch's motivation is. Bosch tells him that there's other people that are missing as well. Um, you know, AJ, AJ thinks that there's something fishy going on and that's when Bosch finally you know, opens up and tells AJ that his wife is one of the people that has disappeared as well. She was the person from that opening scene that we witnessed. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And so, you know, immediately, like now he, you get the stakes for, for his character as well as AJ's. AJ genuinely seems concerned about the people that he's like, totally. he, he sees every day. And so like, you know, it, it kind of puts them on like a, an even level a little bit, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's, even though it is kind of a long scene, it is, you know, like you mentioned earlier, there is like social commentary sprinkled all throughout this movie. And, you know, th this is like one of those interesting plays and it's been happening with other characters that we've seen so far. Like just that commentary of like suspicion be between people who live on this, like on the street or who are house like homeless totally. and, and how they interact with enforce law enforcement because they are not treated the same. Oh, not at all. And I can 100% say that from someone who has been in that position. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, you're afraid of them because they're not, it's, they're, they're constantly, I don't want to dive into it too much, but yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, most, most homeless people are not a fan of cops because they treat them like fucking shit. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it, again, it's just, it's interesting commentary to have continued to sprint, like in this movie. Um, so, but, uh, there's some, there also is some important stuff that we learn here because AJ asks Bosch about, uh, it, about an EPA probe um, that's happening underground. And, and Bosch tells him, you know, it's a routine inspection of the sewers that happens every year. Uh, and AJ mentions that whenever this, this, this probe happens that it scares off the undergrounders and that it's usually a week but this time it's been going on for four weeks and still going on and Bosch doesn't seem to be aware of that fact yeah that's still going on yeah so it's again it's like clearly there's there's some bigger like bigger thing at work they even go down to the uh, the, the basement of the soup kitchen right well, they go underground. Oh, I guess yeah, it is underground. <laughs> but the, but 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 the entrance is like right outside uh, the soup kitchen. Uh, AJ mentions to Bosch that he that he called the environment the EPA the Environmental 
protection agency and that they told him nothing was going on uh you know basically lying to him yeah he show aj shows boss some of the stuff he found including like a uh, looks like a boot from like a some kind of like hazmat suit possibly and also an nrc something that checks radiation yeah the radiation jet detector <laughs> you <laughs> yeah he's like you wear these suckers and power plants or whatever <laughs> Right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they continue to head underground. He mentions that he also called the Nuclear uh, Regulatory Commission, and that the person he just kept getting passed off to people with no explanation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's and, something fishy we possibly go. That's when they and this is the scene they find that like uh, that the Geiger counter, and mm-hmm. and that's something that AJ uses like later on in the movie also, and so. It, it's kind of a yeah it's just it like it's interesting because anytime something like that's involved it, it becomes one of those like uh sort of like signifiers like you you know like in this scene it flares up a little bit and then it stops yeah. completely and they're just like what what was that about like you know would be weird it gives you that like yeah, the weeby jeebies uh, <laughs> they also hear like a loud like screech like Kind of like guttural scream happening from somewhere yeah and that's also a dead giveaway something's down there <laughs> yeah but we don't we don't see anything quite yet because you know go. the next scene it sort of jumps back to lauren uh she's she's at home sitting on the couch waiting for george to come home and he you know he yeah he gets home you know they she mentioned she's pregnant and they kind of have this scene where they talk about you know do we want to have the kid? Do we not want to have the kid? And long story short, they decide that, you know, they want to have a kid. Yeah. It's not necessarily important. It's another scene that's not really necessarily uh, super important. Yeah, it's like all I can think of in this scene was like, it's another, this scene seemed like another attempt at some sort of commentary with like John Hurt's character being like, you know, like, well, I'll support you with what you want to do. And like, you know, she's like, well, it's your kid too. Let's make a decision. So like, it, it, but I, you know, in terms of now, it's sort of like, I don't know. It, doesn't it was rare. It just but there's, a cool, there's a cool shot that happens here where, so they, they go to bed and uh, um, they get a phone call. He pick, this, this part isn't important either, but he gets a phone call because they never follow up with this Derek character again after this, but he gets a phone call and he picks it up and pretends that he talks in the phone, but pretends that he's the answering machine. And oh, this yeah, person right. leaves this. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But he like leaves this angry message. But there's a cool shot where it pans from like them on the bed over from the phone. And then it pans through outside the window. And we see someone walking down the street. And then it follows up with these people that are walking down the street. Was, yeah. I just thought it was. It is a really cool shot. That's a good call. Cause it, yeah, it's like so fluid. Like, yeah. Um, and you're right. Like we follow him down. That uh, we end up at like a. We follow this, this random person to like a phone booth. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a, uh, a uh, an older gentleman, um, and possibly his daughter. You know, we learn later that it's like his granddaughter, I believe. Uh, but anyway, continue yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, and. Um, you know, you know, they stopped to use the uh, the phone. Obviously, this is uh, you know, like I said, a phone booth. You go to, you put quarters in, you dial, 
um in, in, during this whole <laughs> sequence <laughs> like <laughs> it's surprising dude i've worked with people that have like never seen a phone booth you know what That's i mean crazy. yeah yeah um but this whole sequence you're seeing uh the top of oh my god dude I, of a manhole cover kind of being lifted and like you know those those like same creepy monster like arms that we you know briefly saw like they're crawling out of it and lifting it up and it's it's kind of a sinister scene because like you said like he has his granddaughter with him and the granddaughter seems to notice yeah this, like happening and before you know it the 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 grandfather's just yanked out of the booth and like dragged away leaving the granddaughter just there and yeah it is and it's we get like a quick uh shot of the monster too because like you said she sees it he's too busy making the phone call she tries to alert him but by the time she alerts him like he's like you said he literally just gets yanked out of there but we get this real quick shot of the creature and it has you know some sharp teeth it looks like its eyes are glowing um yeah he just grabs the guy by the throat and yanks him away but i will say this he didn't kill the kid like Yes. He's got the, the chud has possibly some morality to it. <laughs> That's an ethical chud right there. <laughs> oh wow! I will say, like, and you see it, like, definitely later in the movie too. Like the care, I do like the character design for the chud. Yeah, I think it's I really it. cool. The glowing eyes and everything, like. And like um, one of them later its eyes are like this one its eyes look like uh they're kind of glowing uh yellow and there's one later where its eyes look like they're glowing white you know yeah. we learn later why like maybe why but it's just it's it's cool they do look great i wish we i wish there would have been more of it because there's really you don't necessarily see them too often like there's a couple shots later where you see them like and they're both also kind of brief uh yeah like it, it is yeah, I, I i'm with you there i think it is kind of unfortunate that you don't see like more uh the creatures just in general but i think it it gives you yeah, i don't know it, it gives you enough taste to like appreciate it i suppose but, but there is one scene that's involving lore and that's like probably one of the longer times mm -hmm. you see the character on screen but we'll get to that later so anyway um we mentioned that the chud took this guy away and left his uh you know the little girl and we, we follow up on that like the next day where the little girl's at the police station Bosch enters and the cop tells him you know oh this little girl's hysterical she's talking about how a monster from the sewer took her grandpa <laughs> yeah dude it was just kind of like like laughing and all well he the, the one cop's almost kind of like smugly like well yeah it's a monster's case yeah right, um, right. but you know like it's like things are for Bosch. Like things have got to be starting to stack up, and you can tell he's getting more suspicious of things, um, to the point where he meets up with AJ in the scene after, and uh, like they go, oh, do they? Is it? Is it? They they go to to the the um, my God, John Hurd's house, the photographer's house, right? Yeah. Well, because because first Bosch, so Bosch uh, goes to the the guy that tailed. Uh, them earlier and tells him to set up a perimeter on the street and cover the subway station and and put a uh out a all points bulletin on his wife but then he also calls uh 
uh, Chief O'Brien again and mentions that he he's going to go to the commissioner's office and speak to him and also have someone from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission there too. O'Brien calls him crazy and Bosch mentions something about a cover-up. Uh, but like you mentioned, then yes, we go to this scene uh, um, where Bosch goes back to see AJ and wants him to bring along his, his evidence. Yeah. And... Um... Again, but before, what? but before all that happens, yeah, continue with what you were saying about them going to George's. Uh, yeah, because because in this, it was it's just a really like you know it's a great uh, little like moment. They're they're trying to like see if George is there at first, um, and then when they can't get in, uh, AJ just like whips out a fucking knife and just like picks the lock on George's apartment or whatever and. You know, that's when they they get in there and they and they do see some more of his work where it's like you know shots of like Victor's fucking leg sh- mm-hmm. and uh, you know other th- um, and other things that just kind of like are clearly suspicious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, this they take, they, they take that picture of uh, Victor's leg wound. Yeah. yeah. And and that's when they take it to that meeting that the Bosch was like alluding to setting up or whatever. Yeah. You know, the meeting has got Bosch, it's got AJ, it's got the commissioner, it has uh, Wilson, who's who's this person from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and then and the other, and there's also a person that's with Wilson, like a co-worker of his or whatever the case may be, his partner, but this character, we don't get a name. He's just like a, along for the ride, essentially. Yeah, he's there to mean mug also. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I, I, I would say like hats off to Bosch as like a officer because, you know, he, go, he takes he he takes he gets all this like all these people together and he just sits them down and goes, like, I've been told to be quiet about a bunch of fucking disappearances, and like st- you know stuff is starting to just get like shisty. What the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. B- basically. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, like you said, he brings up the missing people and how we can't ignore it, uh, like he's been asked to. Like you just, he also brings up he thinks they've been murdered and that it's linked to this uh, probe in the underground. And of course, Wilson's like, "That's preposterous." <laughs> yeah, dude, like it's fucking crazy. But I love, I love that I can the the I love that he Bosch has AJ with him. Because AJ is just such a wild card. Look, like yeah. scene, you know, like like while Bosch is trying to like, you know, like present all this stuff. Like AJ's like whips out that like nuclear or that hazmat boot that you were talking about earlier. <laughs> he slams it on the table. You know, he like almost like gleefully looks like he's like pulls out the Geiger counter. Like check this out. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But I just love that like when when they ask him when they're like who you know like who the fuck is this guy. Bosch is just like, this is the fucking guy who reported 12 people missing, you know? Like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he, he has a, AJ has a great line here, too, where he uh, he uh, brings out the Geiger counter and about, he he talks about how they use it underground and how it lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it, he, he mentions that how they, you know, he mentions that how the Geiger counter like went off the charts and then instantly stopped as if there was like 
something there. And I love I love Wilson's like rebuttal to this, where of course, or his partner call, calls it nonsense, and then Wilson's like, "Oh, it must have been an uh, equipment malfunction." Oh, of course, <laughs> goddamn equipment malfunction. <laughs> These guys are just like, they just, it's like, one of the interesting things I like about this movie is these like characters that are, you know, like Wilson here and everything where it's like, like they, they, they give you like the lamest fucking excuses for -hmm. these things. And they're just like, they're so arrogant that like they have the power to shut things up Mm -hmm. that they're just like you know like they just they're dismissive and they don't like they give you like you know oh equipment malfunction like right you don't know that i know that that's fucking wrong like fucking jag it's like they they do anyway it's like they do a really good job of like making those characters really fucking like frustrating unlikable yeah unlikable indeed uh he also says that he's not responsible for everything that washes up in the in the sewer and then and then yeah. Bosch brings up, you know, the little girl's claim. And again, that's disregarded. Uh, AJ actually uh, gets upset, mentions the pictures that he took. He pulls out the pictures of Victor's leg wound. And he mentions that he's going to go discuss this with the newspaper. Uh, yeah. Then we kind of cut away from this scene and we go back to it. Um, but we, we, you know, we mentioned earlier how they went to George's apartment and he wasn't there. Well, we kind of learn where uh, George is at because him and Lauren look like they're enjoying a nice, sunny day at the park. Yeah, yeah. They're like on like some sort of, I don't know, picnic or whatever. And yeah, like this is what we were kind of like briefly mentioning. There was like, uh, I had some confusion there, but they're, they're talking about basically like how to figure out what to do, you know, yeah. where to live, what where to go. Um, and like during this whole conversation there what's the fucking guy's name murph murph he like he's like just kind of like slowly approaching them yeah like, like like really taking his time to the point where it's like you don't know if this dude's gonna be like is, is he creeping is he a creep is he gonna be a friend you don't know yeah because um, we get this character murphy like we there's a couple there's like two times earlier in the movie where there's scenes at the police station and you see this character there kind of hanging out and we're led to believe he's like a, a freelance reporter of some type yeah and that's 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 kind of he like gives him his information or something like that in this scene that's what he says he's like well you know i'm a freelance reporter mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway so clearly he, he might be the press that they might need to link up with yeah but uh then we go back to the meeting um and uh uh, uh, sorry. So Wilson's partner tells Bosch and AJ that three weeks ago the uh, EPA encountered slightly elevated uh, radiation levels near Lafayette Street, which is where like a bulk of this movie takes place. That's like where his soup kitchen's around. Um, Wilson then mentions something about a, a leaked story about the NRC wanting to transport radioactive materials through Manhattan and that due to some appeal that they can't move the stuff and that the order is keeping them from moving it out, but they don't mention where it's at. Yeah. So it, it's just been setting down there for, for 
or yeah. whatever. Like, they're just like, oh, well, I mean, I guess we'll just, I don't know, but <laughs> wasn't such a scumbag. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, could you imagine, like, hearing about this happen, like, you know, where you live, like, just being like, oh, yeah, and uh, all of a sudden there's just some hazardous waste that the city was just storing <laughs> in the sewer. That'd be fucked up. That Like, that does kind of just sound like a, like a 80s, like, Teenage Mutant Turtle-ish type plot, though, like, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, it really does, now that you mentioned, you mentioned earlier about but anyway, we yes, we learned that you know there's, there's radioactive material somewhere in the city. Uh, then we cut back to George and Murphy. Uh, Murphy's asking George about a story about the homeless, and because it seems like Murphy knows a lot about George. He mentions how you know, oh, you used to like make all this money doing photography. Like, why are you? Why are you? doing the story about the homeless and George mentions he wanted to do something relevant. Um, uh, yeah. And then he also, yeah, he does. Yeah. He also brings up something about, um, how he tried to speak to the NRC people and no one wanted to talk to him about it. And he's mentioning that right. as like George and Lauren uh, hop in a cab and leave. And yeah. And then that takes you, uh, again back to the meeting with with Bosch and AJ and Wilson and all them right yeah yeah and that's like again it just like this this whole meeting just keeps getting escalated so you know like basically you have this chunk of scene here where it's like AJ is just pressing them to acknowledge the existence of a fucking monster they're like this little girl saw a monster right uh there's been people missing so just fucking admit it and they just like won't they just refuse to admit anything any knowledge of any sort of happenings yeah it's and then you know like to the point where they're just it gets like, to the point where like aj gets so angry like at thinking they're trying to hide something uh that he calls him a liar and and just like angrily angrily leaves yeah at one point he like throws a suitcase across the room or a briefcase across the room <laughs> but uh right as he right as he leaves wilson like makes this quick phone call to someone about uh, whoever he's speaking to on the phone he gives that him gives the person aj's description um and then bosh bosh kind of picks up a kind of an important piece of paper Yes, it's uh, it was part of the the it was inside the briefcase. I think that was that was thrown and it says confidential on uh, on the stamp it has, and then you see in plain lettering, C H U D. And you're like, well, okay, what the fuck is Chud? <laughs> yeah. Then we kind of learn a little bit, at least. We think we we learn what you know Chud stands for, because um, Wilson, you know AJ's gone at this point, but Wilson kind of finally like spills the beans and tells Bosch and the commissioner about two gas company guys that uh, found uh, Chud, a can- uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller, yeah. uh, but it's dead. But it's. Uh, before we see the follow-up to that, there's this real quick scene where AJ's seen walking down the street and like 
tries to go to a payphone to make a call, and this guy in a red polo like harasses him and steals his quarter. <laughs> <laughs> It's so random. This it is, is why. See, this is why payphones aren't a thing anymore. Too much of this kind of thing. People. No, is was, yeah. was that the guy that was tailing? Was supposed to tail him, or do you think that was just like a, a rant? Oh, because he. he oh a, my god, dude, that's right. Yeah, I think it's a different guy, but. Because he like it's like such a weird scene. Like he like takes the quarter out of his hand or whatever, and like eats it. He puts it yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> This guy comes into play again later, but yeah, it's just super random. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, and then uh, this takes you to like a, a, a sequence where it's like Bosch and uh, the police commissioner Wilson and stuff, and they're um, like looking at where I don't know exactly where they go. It's, it's somewhere got to be close by that Lafayette Street. Um, but they go to this like hazardous site where they all have to put on some gear and you know they presumably are getting sh about to get shown this chud body that they're talking about and you get a shot of it kind of which is sort of cool it's like you see like a, a image in Bosch's yeah like a cool uh, visor or whatever and the dead chud and uh, we learned that it, it was gas leak of some form happened and that he died by asphyxiation um, yeah wilson mentions that he's gonna go ahead uh with with the cleanup of it and bosch is like well there could be more but wilson doesn't want to hear it. he thinks there's only one and he also tells bosch that he's in charge and like it or not we're gonna do things my way yeah and you know again like he, he even frames it to like the point where i think he even says the line like we can't afford the publicity or something like that you know? yeah yeah like it's all about just saving fucking face it's crazy um yeah it's just i don't know it's just one of those things like there's nothing there's no redeeming quality about wilson's character no he's a complete and utter fuck yeah then we get an interesting scene next where uh we see some of Wilson's men are in radioactive suits in the underground, but Bosch, against Wilson's orders, sent some of his men in as well. There's cops with flamethrowers that are wearing, like, gas masks. Um, yeah. One of them also has a uh, video recording equipment with them, uh, so they can see. So, because he has, one of the guys has a video camera, um, and there's a live feed uh, from the camera that, Bosch and the commissioner, police commissioner, and Wilson are all uh, watching. Yeah, it's a uh, it's one of those like classic setups. You just know, you know, like something bad's about to happen. Like I've seen a Predator movie. I know, pre like things. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a good right. sequence. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting because, like you know, the, like you said, they're sort of making their way through the tunnels. Uh, Bosch is like, you know, kind of, you know, keep telling them to keep moving forward, you know. Um, the flamethrower element, though, I, I think any movie, any movie could use a good flamethrower. Totally. <laughs> like, they, they eventually stumble upon, like, 
something that they think needs to be needs warranted to be burned and so they like just like you know they unleashed some of the flamethrower's power and they and then you know bosh is you know like you're saying with the live feed he he swears you know like he sees something in the flames like mm. and then the feed fairly quickly cuts out yeah and you know you don't know the fate of those those right. people down there because the next thing you know you're you're it you're basically just uh, it's it, there's some cool shots in this movie i'm just gonna say it because you see the feed and then it pan it like slowly like zooms out from this television screen and now you're in the office with bosh and the commissioner and wilson and yeah and and, and so you know it like it was like obviously that happened a little bit of time ago like not that long ago but you know it happened just a bit ago and so Anyway, it was just a cool transitional shot, and they've had a few of them in this movie. So, shout outs. Um, but you yeah, they get... yeah, they're all like you said, they're all talking, and Wilson basically comes up with this idea where he wants to stop them all with gas. Uh, obviously, Bosch thinks it's too dangerous, um, but you know, yeah, yeah, it's not. But, yeah, very. It's a very understandable like response. Like, I don't know, if flooding the sewers with gas is a good idea. Totally. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck who the fuck is down there, man. Um, but you know, uh, they that this this take, picks you back up to a scene with uh with Lauren and George and um. They get home from their little you know, rendezvous. Date. Mm-hmm. And this is when you know, like shortly into this into the sequence, uh, you know, George starts looking for his photos, and he starts realizing, like, wait, the photo of Victor's legs missing, and he starts, you know, frantically kind of looking through all this stuff. He has a really cool, like, little like side room photography studio setup, and yeah. so you know, uh, he starts looking for all this stuff, and um, you know, uh, he can't find them, so he's you know kind of panicked. Uh, and that's when he, he, oh my God, who does he fucking call though? That's the, he calls Murphy because he yeah, thinks that right. he thinks Murphy's the one that took the pictures. Um, so he ends up calling Murphy and said and tells him to meet him at Chamber Street Station, which is the subway station, in a half an hour. And he heads off, leaving Lauren alone. Um, yeah. And we, we before we see what happens with that, we real quick we go to the soup kitchen where Bosch Bosch comes in and tells AJ about kind of what happened at the meeting after he left tells him about the monster uh, and then and then we see Murphy meet up with George he tells him that he doesn't have the pictures uh, mentions something about a cover-up and he he says that they should head underground to figure it out yeah yeah it's you know they got to team up man you take the yeah. pictures i'll write the words uh, so kind of a few things going on here because they they decide to head underground but we cut back to bosh and aj and bosh continues to tell him about the chuds and uh, about wilson's idea to flood the sewers with gas uh, and he also mentions that you know this probably isn't a safe place for you to go uh but AJ's like, you know, I got to cook dinner, so. Yeah, uh, he's not willing to, he's not willing to, to, to leave, you know. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which again, as a character, you got to commend the AJ. You know, he's just he's just he's literally like willing to risk it all for you know to help some folks and cool yeah yeah he's like he's like the most like authentic character um but you know like as bosh is leaving you see aj light up his gas stove uh to start getting cooking and you know lights the flame and everything Mm -hmm. and um you know with everything going on uh, I immediately was like, I really hope that that doesn't get like overloaded or something and blows up. Right. Uh, you know, but, but uh, now we, we, the next thing that happens is we kind of, we, we, Wilson's talking to the commissioner about how he's going to go through with this plan now and that he's going to have, uh, he's basically, he's going to have his men seal off every tunnel in the area, divert some of the gas mains back into those tunnels um, and you know, he's, he basically said he's going to follow through uh, with his plan, and yeah. that you know he's not worried if he if the city gets blown up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's this line. He's like, he says something like, "Well, it'll only be in Soho." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, like it's okay. It's a small loss, man. Like. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Wilson. And then, I mean, so, you know, so he's going full steam with this plan. But this immediately, like you were saying, there's there's a few moving pieces now happening where you pick back up with Murphy and George and they're fucking underground, dude. Mm-hmm. So you're immediately like going off that scene with Wilson where he's like, all right, I have guys shutting off things, diverting gas mains. You're like, these fuckers need to get out of here. Right. We also, we also see that AJ can't get his gas burner to light anymore. Um, he heads to the underground. Yeah, with the corpse. He heads to the underground. What's up? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, because, like, legit, like, I thought he was gonna get like, like, blown up or oh. something like that, and I was like, I was just glad to see that they weren't gonna like, just like, dismiss his character right there. You know what I mean? Right. I would have been, I would have been pissed too. But he goes underground and uh, he calls out for Val and tells Val. Uh, you know, it's dangerous to be in here. The sky's falling, which uh, riles up Val. Val goes to leave. But as he's trying to get out the entrance, it's like the entrance like uh, like falls on him or something because Val falls from the ladder and gets knocked unconscious. And then we see from up above that the same guy in the red polo that had harassed AJ earlier at the payphone has now put a lock on that entrance. Yeah, that fucking goon. Locking AJ uh, underground, at least for that entrance. You're like, holy shit, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, dude, for <laughs> real. Uh, yeah, he and you know, like like he said, like he's he like bangs the ladder on the thing. He's trying to get out, but he just like straight can't. Uh, he did pocket the Geiger counter before he went down there, though. So, you hmm. know, that's a good force going. Though. Yeah, he has that going for him. There, you pick back up with. Uh, with Murphy and George, George uh, Murphy at this point has That's a gun. Right. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and he, there, unprepared. <laughs> there's like a line, like real quickly earlier, uh, where he mentions that um, you know, uh, well, if Victor wants a gun, I want a gun, or something like that. Yeah, for real though. <laughs> and so, like you know, they're walking. Murphy, like they hear something. Murphy gets all suspicious. They approach what looks like a kind of you know a tunnel or something like that a pipeline 
and out of nowhere uh, a fucking chud springs forward on Murphy and just grabs him and drags him into the pipe and you know there's this great sequence where George is like oh shit you know and he grabs Murphy's legs and tries to pull him back out <laughs> it's like nah dude that's a fucking lost cause man no. he don't <laughs> try to help but uh Murphy dropped yeah. his gun though and I and, and uh I can't remember George, yeah George picks it up right mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah so Murphy, Murphy's dead so George is by himself now at this point um but yeah that was cool that was cool I, what I thought would have been cool there too is how you know he, he got on his legs to yank on him it would have been cool if like uh the chud would have just like ripped his top half off and George would have fell back with with, with Murphy's legs but that did either way yeah, just some stumps or something <laughs> so Murphy's dead um we go back to AJ who is looking around using the Geiger counter uh he's trying you know he's obviously walking around the underground trying to find a way out he also drops like the batteries to the flashlight he was using but eventually he starts to hear this weird breathing and he comes to this like uh part in the underground where he sees this huge like a group of like four or five chuds together yeah dude and it looks like they're standing over some like form of radioactive waste or something yeah it was like it was some sort of like i don't know like glow gl- almost glowing you know like you said like radioactive looking waste and so you're just like you can't tell what they're doing with it but you know mm-hmm. there's multiple of them for sure <laughs> yeah like look at little even right that's right that's right it even looked like uh one of them like doing like a yoga pose or something doing some stretching <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah. like, you know aj yeah, he tries what were you gonna say i was just gonna say like aj accidentally like you know he's like watching it a little bit like i mean you would like there's yeah. there has to be this horrible fascination with like what the fuck am i witnessing right now uh of but then of course he makes some noise a little bit and like you know stumbles on the ledge and then like you know like gets noticed or so or, you know they hear the noise at least and then he rushes the fuck off but that picks you back up uh with lauren back at the apartment mm-hmm. and you know again lauren's kind of like seems like she might you know she's curious about this you know uh door or a basement doorway to the grate, whatever yeah yeah to like the grate to the underground or whatever and um you know it's like clearly something like it's it's connected like you got to be wary of it now uh yeah it's, but, but there's, it's but kind of random though because she just like pries it open with a crowbar and just hops in i'm like what the fuck is she doing <laughs> yeah like that would not have been my fucking move dude like my no. move would have been to maybe cover it the fuck up put some heavy shit on there and you know not go in there like yeah uh but you know there's a lot of like back and forth uh shots in the scene of like aj kind of in the underground and amongst and amongst other things you know like uh and like lauren going underground and stuff so you get this really you're you're kind of like us like getting all the characters into like you know they're sort of moving pieces and yeah because she she stumbles upon uh a dead dog yeah which is it was such a creepy part of the movie it's like hung yeah. by, it looks like it's hung by like a fucking belt or something like that it's like or something yeah 
Yeah, that, not, that, not cool. that freaks her out. And she ends up going upstairs back to her apartment, uh, call the police. Um, but like you said, there's a lot that's going on right here because there's also yeah. a quick scene where there's Bosch talking to some to some policemen and they're like uh, near a river, like near the riverside, and he finds his wife's rotting, decapitated head. Yeah, dude. Like to be honest, like I don't when I when I was watching this, I had almost completely forgotten that Bosch had had his wife missing, you know, in this movie. Uh again because there's so much stuff going on and then this scene like happened and you're just like, "Oh shit, that's right." Like and so like, fuck, dude. What a curveball for that character in the middle of all of this. Like because the next scene, you know, it's just like you know, he's just like at a bar looking yeah. off and distraught in the distance while these officers yeah. are like hey man should we like take you home or something like and then he know. has this sad kind of like monologue where he talks about his wife and how she recently went back to school to become a oh my God, yeah. teacher and how she studies all day and like at night she likes to go out and walk the dog you know it's kind of sad it is it's like it's like probably from like one of the more emotional parts of this movie you're just like damn dude i'm like i don't know where it came from but like ah sorry bosh (laughs) then we cut back to uh lauren who you know looks like she's getting ready to hop in the shower uh as she's hopping in the shower we see that um from the entrance in the basement that a chud is starting to uh climb out of and then, and then this, that that scene in the showers is is pretty cool actually because she yeah. in the shower, um, I mean uh, the water's not draining. You know what I mean. So she grabs a wire hanger to unclog it, and this was super random, but a really actually cool scene. But randomly, she's trying to unclog it, and randomly, this blood just splurts out from the fucking drain and just blasts her in the face and sprays everywhere around the shower. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, it caught me off guard. It was a really cool sequence, but I was also just like, what? Like, what is this in the movie? Like, you know what I mean? It didn't make any sense. Like, why was there like blood splatter coming out of the drain? Like, what the fuck? But it's a really cool, like, boom, boom. And then, and then, you know, like when she, when the blood splatter hits, like she, you know, gets covered and jumps back and you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, so it's pretty cool. And then, then it takes you to kind of, it pans out to kind of like back into the city. Right. And then, uh, yeah, nighttime. And, um, you know, like we were talking about, uh, earlier, the the relationship between home, the homeless community and police officers you see like a little like you know suspicious glimpse because these cops are just like walking by these two guys that are sitting on the sidewalk and they both like immediately get weirded you know kind of weirded out and cover you know up and it's just like this brief moment but you're just like yeah i mean there, there's like i said like we've said they sprinkle it in the the commentary but these guys uh you find out these two officers that they're going to go get a bite to eat, and one of them happens to be the great John Goodman, man. Oh, yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I totally fucking forgot that a super young John Goodman plays this tiny fucking cameo role in this movie. I was like, holy shit. It's such a throwaway role, but I it is. Like, oh my god, dude, that there's that's that's him. Um Yeah, they go into they go into this diner to get some 
cheeseburger and cokes and also like sexually harass the waitress. <laughs> Like, yeah, that wow. being said, John Goodman's character is not the greatest character in this movie. No. <laughs> yeah, hey buddy, well, you getting hungry? Yeah, let's go. Let's go find a nice waitress to get some burgers from and sexually harass. God damn it! Like I don't even remember what he says, but it's just something. It's, yeah, it's just stuff like like you know unnecessary. He comments on her legs and shit like that, and like you know. Um, anyway, so th- this this is all important though because because. While this is happening, the burgers are on the grill. Those two, um, those two fellows that were outside, they notice a manhole cover. Well, one of them, yeah. one of them, one of them sleep. Yeah, noticing a manhole cover open and a chud pop out, and um, the chud seems. Yeah, he runs and the chud go, like goes up to the diner. Well, <laughs> I think it. I think it might have been more than one. Yeah, you're right. I think because I think there is like two different windows that you see uh mm-hmm. two yeah two different two different shuds <laughs> but uh yeah so you know, needless to say the chuds are on the move the chuds are attacking it's, it's yeah, gonna we... be one of those it's exactly what they were thinking right like if we tr- if we try to just asphyxiate them they'll probably just rise to this to the city right right yeah, we don't we don't get a we kind of see the at the carnage that happens at the diner later from like like we don't see inside the diner we see from the outside and we hear about the aftermath but it doesn't show you what happens in this scene it just shows the chuds like breaking the glass uh, from like the windows of the diner but we don't see what happens at the diner but you know we're led to believe that and you know, obviously like I said we see later they're all dead and it was a bloodbath and a massacre but um, we go back to. Uh, um Lauren Lauren's, in the apartment, right? Yeah. Getting dressed, she walking around her apartment, she sits down to the TV, <clears throat> and um while this is happening, a chud breaks into her neighbor's apartment. But uh like I said, she she's watching TV and then there's kind of like a lot of stuff happening here again where on the street there's a large group of police that are now at the scene of the crime at the diner, explaining there's no witnesses, no bodies, just blood just blood wilson and his men are also there he's telling them to block off manhole covers and he's about to put his plan into action Uh, yeah man yeah and and like this entire time like again george is still underground yeah we kind of meet back up with him here yeah you meet back up with him as he kind of is like trying to make his way through like you got to think like he pre- really probably doesn't know where the fuck he's going like he could be lost yeah which would be terrifying dude getting it would be um but you know like as he's stumbling about that's when he uh he comes across like a is it is it that same is it like that's that's room with Victor and everything, or is it like a yeah. different? Is it that same yeah. room? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because Victor's. Oh my God, that's right. Like Victor's like turning into something. He discovers yeah. his head, and he like he's like you know flips him over, and like Victor's like in the process. He like kind of attacks George a, a little bit, and like has like looks like he's like, turning like, into a chud. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, but George, you know, George using the gun that Murphy dropped shoots him, and. Uh, thinks he dropped him and then you know has to pop him a couple yeah. couple more times there's a jump there's a jump awake a classic jump awake yeah uh, scary yeah she shoots him a second time and then 
he gets smacked in the back of the head by the bag lady who was upset, you know, about him killing Victor. But then I thought, uh, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I thought that, you know, this is going to be the demise of George. But lo and behold, then AJ pops out of nowhere and just knocks the fucking lady over. It's such a funny sequence if you think about it. So, like... George is there. He gets domed. He gets knocked over. The lady's like, "All right, I got you." Then AJ just runs and shoves the back lady. Over. Right. Like, All right, George, I got you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he, they, 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 they. Yeah. He saves. He saves George from dying. Um, certain doom. Then we go back up to the streets where Bosch has now shown up. All the commotion on the street. The, he finds the carnage at the diner. He finds Wilson as well, um, and this is where Wilson mentions that he's about to start uh, pumping the gas. Uh, yeah, Bosch is upset. You know, he blames Wilson for everything and how he's going to stop him. And the commissioner basically tells Bosch to return to your your car and await further orders. Yeah. Yeah, because like like he said, Bosch has a moment where he just you know he just starts like letting it out on the fucking on Wilson, you know, like yelling at him like you, bl- you like you know he blames blames him for his wife and everything, and mm-hmm. I mean justifiably like this you know this bureaucrat's just fucking covering up like the murders of some fucking people, right? Like, it's for sure, but yeah, Bosch gets kind of like shoved off and it's probably for his own good. Collect your mental for a second, my man, but um. You know, then it kind of shows you, because like you said, there's all sorts of things happening out here. Uh, it shows you like that Lauren's watching the news report that's being filmed at this location. Um, you see like a shot of like a of uh, it looks like maybe two different trucks that roll up to two different like two different manhole covers and like are parked <laughs> on top of them, and you know it's it's just like you, yeah they're just like you can tell that they're setting up and even the news report is like that schmuck that's like with with wilson he's like trying to like sell the story like we're gonna temporarily be diverting some gas to this location right right <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it's ridiculous yeah, then we get yeah. a great scene with like lauren goes to leave her apartment sees a chud in the hallway with glowing white eyes and yeah she runs back into her apartment she tries to uh, barricade the door. Um, and, and you know, it, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where it, it sets something up and then it'll cut to another scene and then come back to the payoff for whatever was happening. And that happens here where you yeah. see her barricade the door, but then it cuts back to George and AJ uh, who are underground and they're realizing that some of these manhole covers are closed and they're trying to find one that's open yeah um, exactly they basically are like like they're trying to rush to beat to beat them to like whatever line you totally know. Uh, and and oh my god dude that would be, be i just keep thinking about that though that, that'd be so fucking terrifying but then you cut back yeah it would be fucking terrifying but yeah we cut back and the cops that lauren had called show up to the apartment Oh yeah, the boys in blue—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're gonna take take care of that shut problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, they 
Yeah, they show up and they quickly yeah. get uh, dispatched off. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say it. I know. I try to use that word like one, like only once per episode. Oh, but it's so worth it. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, like there's a, the, it jumps around quite a bit between the different parties. Like you have a shot here where, um, you know, like it's like Lauren's like listening to the commotion happening out in the hallway. Bosch is in like his, like his car smoking a cigarette and cooling down. <laughs> and then like, you know, George and AJ are just frantically running around the fucking tunnels until they run into something. Yeah, they, uh, they do run into something. Like first they first they run into a bunch of this radioactive material and see that it's toxic waste. They yeah. realize that this is Wilson's poison dump. And we also learn what Chud really stands for. Which contamination. Well, you know, you want to say it? No, go for it. Go for it. Contamination hazard urban disposal. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! And it's like it's like a it, it's a pile. It's it's a it's a bunch of shit, man. It's not just like a, a one one or two barrels. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of chud. <laughs> they also they also make another discovery because, uh, but I'll, I'll I'll let you talk about that in just a second because we also there's a quick scene where Mil where Wilson makes a call to start the gas. But uh, what do, what do AJ and George find next after they find all the uh, waste? Well, isn't it like, then they stumble upon, like, it's like a bunch of fucking bodies or something like that? Yeah, it's like, all the it's carnage like, yeah. from that scene from earlier. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it's really cool how they did that, that because yeah. you, know, you know something happened to them. You don't necessarily have to see what, like, see it as it happens, but them stumbling upon this area, uh, mm -hmm. one is like a fucking nightmare to begin with like two like now you get like the conclusion of like oh shit like all of these fucking cats are dead like, yeah there's just body parts strewn about yeah and, there's a great shot too where they pick up the camera and yeah. they mention in a second that they need the head the headset and it pans to this just just decapitated head and it looks great with the headset on so yeah it just it'd be gnarly to come apart yeah it's it it's 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 a well done like shot like yeah if you ask me um and yeah especially that like that that headphone sequence where it's like you know they even go over and like you know at, interact with it by picking off the headphone and stuff and oh it's cool uh but you know they have to, they 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 see the camera there so they know it's a live feed they try to boot it back up and get somebody's attention on the other end but you know some jag newscaster's not really paying attention until they get that audio feed and then yeah. you know then they're able to get get the person on the horn a little bit yeah uh, they, they they feed they call for bosh you yeah, know what I mean? and and that's when yeah they get bosh in there to like help but we cut before that happens we cut back to to lauren now and this is what i'm talking about where this cool payoff happens where you know, she's she's still in her apartment, um, and this Chud ends up breaking into her apartment. She tries to trick it and run out the door; doesn't work. But she ends up getting it into the into the dark room, and uh, she throws some kind of fluid in its eyes and tries to lock it into 
dark room. She grabs a fucking sword. I don't know where the fucking sword came from. <laughs> there's like, yeah, there's like a random wall decor that they have <laughs> or something. Right, and she she's waiting for it to come out of the door, but it ends up busting through part of the wall. And then something really fucking cool happens. Dude, it, it's, it, oh man, like, the, yeah, this whole, like, one, this whole se sequence is like probably the longest shot of a chud that you get. So totally super cool there alone but like when the chud busts through the wall it looks fucking cool and then on top of it you have this awesome moment where like it's kind of strange like the chud like it's like neck starts growing yeah and like it gets like it, you know little mr fantastic move starts like kind of growing a little longer to move in and then lauren just the whack and just chops that fucking head right off dude it's so good and what a clean cut dude you see like this cool cross section of like neck and like green blood and shit and all just looks like radioactive man it's amazing it's cool it's uh, just this great shot of this chud neck elongating and then she just fucking yeah it's yeah. it's po it's probably the coolest like chud sequence you have if you have yeah I, yeah. I, I think it was dope. Um, I, yeah. And then you so then AJ, AJ and George get Bosch over the headset. And uh, he te he, Bosch tells them to head to a specific manhole and that he'll meet them there. Uh, and then Lauren also escapes her apartment complex and drives off in a police cruiser. Bosch um, uses a loudspeaker and asks to move the truck. He gets the keys for it. Um, and this is where Wilson, like, is like, uh, he, he tells Wilson, like, we need to get this manhole cover. There's people down there. And Wilson's like, it's risky, but they run off together, um, alone. And Bosch threatens to tell him that he's gonna, you know, uh, that he knows what Chud means and that he knows what he's been up to with dumping all this shit in the basement. And uh, Wilson basically says, you know, I can't let you do that. Uh, yeah, he's not going to let this story gets out. Yeah. But, yeah. Wilson's like willing to fucking kill for this shit. Mm -hmm. But before he gets the chance, Bosch just like classic, just one punch, whack, knocks him out. Whack. That was great. I didn't, have, I didn't know Bosch had it in him, but you know there's strength within uh anyway so yeah it, it becomes this like and then from there it becomes this frantic like moment of like oh shit i gotta get to them to that manhole cover and, and move that fucking truck right because mm -hmm. he just like shortly after that bosch like bolts off through the crowd mm -hmm. and to where he needs to go you see wilson kind of get up and lauren's driving to the scene within the police cruiser yeah and so like it's all culminating there you know yeah. um it's like uh bosh i think it, it is bosh like, he moves the uh he eventually is able to move the truck that they need off of the manhole cover um and but that's not he, well i guess he doesn't be he's not able to move the manhole cover right he, he grabs a he grabs the uh crowbar to try to move it but all out of nowhere Wilson pops, you don't see it happen, but he gets shot in the back and yeah. Wilson pop, pops back up. Wilson's uh, a fucking coward. Well, yeah, 
He is. Wilson Wilson uh, ends up jumping in the truck. And um, at this point, AJ managed to push the cover off and him and George pop out. And we get this great oh, scene. This, this is another moment real that I thought like, I was like, oh no, don't let AJ die. I thought, I, th I, thought, Bob, I thought that fucking Dick Wilson was just going to back up. But yeah, they, they climb out and Wilson does try to run them over. Um, you know, they roll out of the way. Uh, but then we get this great scene where Wilson tries to run them over again. And AJ fires off a, a, a shot with the gun, uh, which hits him in the stomach. And then we get something that I love talking about in a movie. Oh where, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, I said this one's like so random too because like so like you said he pops Wilson Wilson fucking <laughs> Wilson it like crumbles and he like his truck like one tire sinks into the fucking manhole cover and the truck just blows up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> there's no flip, there's no gas leak, there's no, well I guess I guess that was it. Like that was the gas from the sewer. But it was just like like all you see is this shot of just the tire going whoop into the into the hole. <laughs> just <kaboom. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's oh. the greatest. That, that has gotta be a top. <laughs> it's glorious. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so it's that's so good. And you know, you get your classic kind of conclusion uh <laughs> sort of wrap up here. So Wilson's fucking dead. He's burning in that truck. Uh, George and, and Lauren are reunited and they have a passionate like I love you kiss uh, and then you know AJ is like checking on Bosch <laughs> yeah you know and then Great. you know it's it <laughs> you, you know you, you you think it's all good from there it's all good um, but yeah, from that, my understanding there is another movie. <laughs> yeah, but the, the sequel is like super weird because it's. It, Isn't it called like, like Bud the Chud or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's more of a comedy horror movie, and it, it's like these two kids, like, uh, steal a. I forget why they steal this body. I think they're like medical students or something, but they steal this body, and the body there's like a in the movie it begins we learn that. Um, there's like military people that are new about the chuds and use them as to like create like, a, like powerful soldiers of some form. Oh, okay. Body they steal happens to be the last one, and he's a he doesn't look like like a, like a full monster chud, like the green you know the green body and the glowing eyes. Like he looks kind of like how Victor looked with the sharp bangs. Like he looks like he's in transition. But then it's okay. like. They, they steal this body and he gets revived and I forget the actor that plays him but he's been in some other stuff and he's a good like comedy actor but it's like way more of a comedy movie and it's like way over it's kind of like has like Encino Man type shit happening <laughs> okay. like yeah they really lean into that comedy totally yeah where it's just like yeah interesting well I mean this this one the OG Chud is like it's just a fucking fun movie and oh, you it's interesting some, like, it's unique yeah i i agree i i like 
you know, you don't get, I don't know, it's a really cool plot that you see, like, go, you know, from, like, beginning to conclusion. You get some fun character performances, particularly AJ. Uh, I think AJ's, AJ's the standout character, for sure. Totally. Um, and, you know, you get some cool creature moments. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it, it's like, it, and you get that epic car explosion. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know, can't like, go wrong with that. It's definitely one like one that's earned that 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 cult status, and I think people, if you if you haven't watched it, you gotta watch it, just for the the entertainment value. There is some good comment like social commentary involved in this movie as well, um, but yeah, uh, just a fucking gem, just a goddamn gem. It really is. It's like this. It reminds me of like. It's not. The, it's obviously not the same movie, but some of the stuff that happens kind of reminds me of the stuff. Definitely, like it's 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 like it kind of reminds you of the stuff, like or even like a like a little bit like like you know elements of like things like the Blob, where it's like this you know weird government program that's like you know I don't know. It's all sorts of cool influences. I think kind of find you know you can find those traces in this movie totally but hell yeah well this uh that, that's the you know well that's the movie for episode 44 but goddamn, we got we got episode 45 coming right the hell up faster mm. than you'd know man holy shit True. uh you know it's it's uh we're gonna for that one we're setting aside uh blood beat i believe yep. it's on shutter still mm-hmm and that one will be a fucking gem just as much as this one i hope <laughs> yeah so remember it's a it's a it's a it's a nutty uh movie so hell yeah all right well out of the out of out of uh well out of the rating scale what would you give what would you give chud here um let's see um i would give chud uh uh, three and a half um, um, John Goodman sexual harassment lines out of five. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'll give it. I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it seven elongated, chopped elongated radioactive necks out of. Uh, Nine. Out of nine. Random. But yeah, though that scene was awesome. That scene was so fucking cool, honestly. Oh my god. All right. Well, you you hot dogs, if you're just a hot dog, make sure you're a corn dog next time. If you're a corn dog, thank you for listening. As always. Uh I suppose we'll see you at episode 45. Yes, sir. All right. Good day.